We're back. I've got time for one more round and a six pack to go. Six pack. One six pack to go. Welcome back to Six Pack, a podcast in which a couple of old drinking buddies share some favorite tunes and a six pack of beer. We'll randomly choose a year, spin six tunes, and down six beers. I'm Gareth, and he's top of the pops. It's Ryan. We're back finally, Gareth. We are. It's been a while between six packs for us, but we're uh, we're we're back finally. It has. Uh, I've been in prison. You've been in prison. You finally got let out. Yeah, and you and you've been in rehab. <laughs> I escaped. <laughs> I was in prison for. Um, Indecent exposure. Oh, I was going to say all your parking fines. You, you just went in there, but you went automatically to indecent exposure. That would be uh, well, that would be more fitting for your would, character, actually. Yeah, it would have been an accident at the swimming pool or something. You know, just uh, <laughs> where, where you were escorted out with a towel over your head by yeah, the cops from that, the swimming pool. Not, not just my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we're off to a good start. And you're in yep. rehab. You were in rehab for um, yeah, my laxative for, addiction. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't couldn't stop taking them. <laughs> so good for you. <laughs> pretty, pretty scary to leave the house with that like seven addiction. <laughs> let's let's get to the year we're okay. talking about. All right, okay. Um, okay let's should we randomly choose a year. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, give the old um, spin. Nineteen sixty-four. What a year! What a year. I mean, it's not yeah. really random, is it? We're doing it deliberately because we don't have a guest in this particular episode, which it's just, is... It's just us. We're going back to the original, the OG format. That's right. And we thought, whilst we're waiting for a few of these uh, guest ones to come through... We're going to do one old school, just yeah. us. Okay. And uh, just filling in the gaps, because there's a few years, obviously, yeah. when we get over the guests come in and choose their years... Sometimes they're going to choose those golden years, the 67s Sur- and the... Surprise 64 hasn't been taken, 64 actually. 64 has not been done. No. And seminal is, year. It is. It's seminal massive. Year. It's huge. There's loads to talk about. I'll just reel you off some of the songs that came out. Is it the Beatles, perhaps? Um, I think 64 is the year of the Beatles, mm. isn't it? Ed Sullivan Show. Oh, absolutely. Um, Hard Day's Night came out in 64, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, that was, um, and, and they came to Australia, of course. They came to Australia, yep. Um, listen to this. Oh, hey, speaking of that, Gareth, I just bought Paul McCartney tickets. Oh, really? You're yes. going to go, are you? Yeah. He's 81. Yeah. And he's playing at Marble Stadium. Me yeah. and my brother bought tickets. Yeah, cool. And he's doing the podcast as well, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I did think of asking him, like, yeah, a la yeah, sure. Rod, Rod Stewart. Yeah, well, but, no. um The Beatles had, you know. Want to hold your hand and all that stuff, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Also, Animals, House Rising Sun, oh, yeah, of course. 1964, Do I Diddy, Manfred Mann. Yeah. What else we got? Zombies. She's not there. She's not there, yeah. And we actually spoke to one of the zombies in a previous episode, mm. Rod Argent, the keyboard player, and go back and listen to that if you're a fan of 1964. Mm. Beach Boys, I get around. So many. It was so we don't year. want to play any of those, but yeah. uh, we will play some crackers, I think. Mm. Um, we are drinking beers, though. I've got some Mountain Goat beers here. We've had Mountain Goat before, obviously, yes. but I've not, I've not actually had this one, though. Now, this one, this one is called... Mountain Goat Monterey Pale Ale, right? Monterey's more 1967 than well, 1964. It, we're, we're three years out, but I'll read you what it says. Good things come in threes. Back in 67, Ooh. Hendrix, Joplin and Redding made their first major appearances at the three-day Summer of Love Monterey Pop Festival. Debuting as a trio, 
Cryo Citra, Cryo Idaho 7, and Simcoe Hops give this pale ale tropical fruit notes yeah. with a subtle spicy finish. I see what they've done there. Yeah, a bit of a long bow. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's actually delicious. It's, yes. it's a sort of citrusy pale ale. It's yeah, nice. 4.9%. Thanks again to our ongoing sponsors, Bintani. Bintani supply hops bold and yeast to the beer industry. Make Bintani your partner in taste and quality. Mm. So, 1964, neither I saw around. What, what now, were your folks doing in 64? Well, I think I've talked about this. My mum saw the Beatles at Festival. Oh, Hall yeah, of course. At, yeah. Um, where Ringo's first gig back. Yeah, yeah. My mum was working for the BBC in Cardiff. She went with the BBC? Yeah. That's what? Um, secretary. In, yeah, in right. Time. Yeah, okay. Which was a pretty good place yeah. to be in the swinging 60s, as it were. Yep. And yeah, my dad was there as well. And your dad wasn't in the uh, Australia yet, was he? Used to- no, 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 no. God, no. He was still in the Midlands. Both my parents would have been in school in 64. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'll kick us off with a tune, but let's set the scene a little bit of. Um, well, 64. I did say I did say Top of the Pops at the beginning there. Yeah. I said that because it was the first time that Top of the Pops was aired in the ah, UK in 1964. Okay. Who's the host? Yeah, Jimmy Savile, of course. Oh, he wasn't working with your mum at BBC Cardiff, was he? I hope not. Uh, Jimmy Savile, who was the first band to play on Top of the Pops, do you reckon? Ooh, obviously it's not the Beatles. Not the Beatles, but it was a Beatles pen song. Oh, Rolling Stones, yeah. I Want to Be Your Man. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. okay, but cool. But Beatles were number one when, it, when the first one came out. The top song of 64 was I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Yeah, we're going to say the Beatles a lot today. Yeah, yeah. Shall I kick us off? Why don't you kick us off? Yeah. yeah. All right. You know how sometimes I come up with a bit of a theme to my tunes? Mm-hmm. This is It's not really a theme, but there's a bit of a vague connection. The versions I'm going to play are from 1964 and they're not that famous. Mm-hmm. And they went on. Some of them went on to be big hits. Others got covered. And, you know, I just think that's a cool cover. So all three of them are going to be of that ilk, are they? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Should I kick us off with the first one? Yeah. Have a listen to this. Yeah, number, number one. one. Song one. Well, I think I'm going out of my head. Yes, I think I'm going out of my head over you. Over you. I want you to want me. I need you so badly. I can't think of anything. Cause I can't explain the tears that I shed And I think 
So, what do you think of that one? You might not know who are they're not exactly a household name. Oh, I, I know the song though. Well, is it a Backrack and David song? No. Oh. Okay, so that was Little Anthony and the Imperials, right? Little Anthony. Okay, yeah, no, I don't know that. And they were like a doo-wop group from yeah. the late fifties from Brooklyn. Okay, but they had that hit in '64. So who did the big one? Is it Dusty um, or someone? No, Dusty no, no. Yeah, it's funny because you know how like I was talking about all these songs were covered. Mm-hmm. The zombies had to hit with it. Huh? Yeah. Should we have a listen to the zombies? Maybe that's all I know. That'll be the song that you know it. Zombies version. That was the zombies version, which you probably knew. But that's not a bad start to set the no, scene cool. for 64. So I mentioned that Top of the Pop started yep. for the first time. There were a few other uh, debut things that came oh, on yeah? the TV screens. Yeah. Gilligan's Island? No. Nah, yeah, Gilligan's yeah, Island yeah, is yeah. actually one of them. I wasn't going to mention that yeah. one. But that's, uh, I'd but talk about it too much. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, mentioned on. that before. But um, <laughs> Match of the Day was on for the first time. Oh, really? Football Match of the Day. Yeah, right. Ba, 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 da, ba, ba, ba. Uh, you'd be watching that most weekends normally. Oh, for sure. The, and uh, also the the TV show Seven Up started. Do you oh, remember that? yeah, There's yeah, Seven Up. massive. I've watched all of them. Yeah, me too. It started in '64. Yeah. Was it? Um, so let's just explain the premise. So they yeah. they would get a bunch of school kids at the age of seven. Gareth, give me a child at seven, and I will show you the man. Exactly. So yeah. and then they followed these these school kids as seven, they grew up. Seven, 14, 14, 21. So I you guess, do the math. I guess they were born in, they must be born in 57, I guess. Yeah. So, so they'd be like 65 yeah. or whatever, 68? No, and yeah. most of them sort of show up every seven years and tell us what they've been doing in their lives. It's very, it's all about the class system of England really, yeah. isn't it? And predicting whether, you know, the posh kid at seven yes. would actually be Because they, they get three Eton boys at seven and they all go on to become lawyers and Mostly, stuff like that. Mostly, yeah. Mostly, they're not. I don't think it's as straightforward as that necessarily. But they are no. pretty much, yeah. yeah. You know, the, that's the, the premise. cheeky that's chappy. The wants, cheeky chappy wants to be the uh, jockey. Yeah. Ends up driving a taxi. Um, there was the uh, guy from Liverpool, Neil, who like became homeless. Do you yeah. remember him? Yeah, so it's and, fascinating. And then he became. He was. He spent years homeless. And I think he had a bit of a mental health issue, even though he was like such a chirpy little kid. Yeah, and then came back round. And again. then he came back yeah. round. He's a counsellor. Uh, sorry, yeah. no, he's a um, works for the council in Liverpool or something, yeah, doesn't like he? That. Manchester or something. Yeah. And some of them have died as well. Yeah, of course. You know, it's yeah. that's that's what's going to happen, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. There's the um, one of them was an Aussie who he, that he, there were the two kids from the orphanage, and one right. of them when they were seven, he was in an orphanage, but he came out here. Yeah. Right. 
And he lives in Melbourne. Yeah, right. And he's the most Aussie bloke and he was like a tradie out in the burbs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. So if they picked you as a seven-year-old, do you reckon yeah. they'd have predicted you'd be this champ that you've turned oh, out to be? I'd be uh, my laxative addiction <laughs> and I'd be doing a podcast with you. <laughs> Probably not. Well, what were you, as a seven-year-old, what, what do you reckon they would have picked up on? Oh, man, I was, uh, big things were predicted for me at seven. <laughs> Massive. It all started going downhill at about 14, though, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about you? Yeah, I don't know. It's funny, isn't it? I guess I was probably... What do you, it's an interesting one because if you think they interview people in segments of seven, so think like, imagine being interviewed seven, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, yeah. 49. Yeah. Like... You know, it would be you'd a lot of them have said it's like a little bit of poison in their life. Because yeah. imagine being judged like, you know, it's one thing when you're seven, fourteen, twenty-one, you don't have a clue what's going on, but you know, twenty-eight, thirty-five, and then I wonder all- if they feel like they've got something to prove each yeah, time. Well, around. Yeah, they so, would, wouldn't no, you? It's another seven years yeah. coming up. I've got to it'd I've be got like it's a sc- be like I've done it'd, it'd, be, do it'd be like a school reunion. <laughs> And if you go up just some loser yeah. who records a podcast with Gareth, you go, you, hopefully you would have achieved more, more have, than he that. He could have been so much more. <laughs> but, yeah. So I know the main guy who who came up with the idea and yeah. and was the director producer on it has died recently. So they're not sure if they're yes. going to do one. But no, 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 no. They're continuing it on. Will they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because 2019 was the last one. Because that's his, like, it's his life's work. Yeah. And I guess yeah. you've got to see the people, you know, you got to see them to the end, don't mm. you? Yeah, I want to be a jockey. Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a he's a London cabbie. One of his quotes was he was um he was driving around um Buzz Aldrin, the oh yeah, the um second man on the moon. The astronaut in the back yeah. of his taxi, and then someone came over to them with a autograph book and said, Can I have your <laughs> autograph? And they were talking to him, the taxi yeah, the taxi yeah. driver, not the okay. it's, a good, it's a good story for a London cabbie. All right. Yeah, you better give us a tune. Should I give us a tune? Okay. Let's do it. All right. Um, I've got a lot here. Where are we going? England, America, or what? Uh, Let me see, because I'm I'm not sure which one I'll start with. Might might go with... Let's go with this one. Number two. Song two. Telling me don't hang around 
It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes it will. Then I go to my brother And I say, brother, help me please But he winds up knocking me What an artist, Sam Cooke. Huge. Incredible. Huge. Uh, That's that just incredible music, isn't it? A posthumous hit for him. A change and is yes, going to come. Gareth, I knew he died early, but I'm reading he died in 64. He did, December 64. And he, he, was, was, he was murdered. I think he was at a hotel and yeah. they had some altercation yeah. with the But it was like, was it manager. like a woman of the night or something or... It's mysterious, mysterious, mysterious yeah. circumstances that weren't investigated properly. Yeah, uh, they say it was he was killed, whether it was murder or whatever. It was uh, um, pretty sad because uh, what a legend, what a voice. Yeah, and I didn't know he he died in '64. And if you listen to that and compare it to like you know, I want to hold your hand by the Beatles and stuff, it's so much more sophisticated, <laughs> isn't yeah. it? He came out doing stuff like Chain Gang and Cupid. Yeah, those yeah. kind of things. And then I, I think he heard Dylan. Um, oh, yeah. And thought he should be doing more kind of protest type yeah, music. Yeah, right. And they came up with this one. Uh, oh, here we go. In 1964, Cook was shot and killed by the manager of a motel in Las Vegas. An investigation, the courts ruled Cook's death to be a justifiable homicide. Yeah, right. His family has since questioned the circumstances of his death. Mm. There you go. God. Crazy stuff. Unbelievable. But music, musically incredible. Yeah, left a lot of good stuff. A few things that were introduced for the first time in um, 1964. Yeah. Diet Pepsi. Yep. Nutella. Oh, yeah. And the Tim Tam. Tim Tam's an Australian biscuit. Is Nutella yeah. Australian? No. No, no. No, neither of those are, but the Tim Tam's an Australian yeah. biscuit, so that was introduced for the first time. Yeah. Where did they get the name from? Tim Tam. Uh, Timothy Tamothy. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. Where? Named after a racehorse. Really? Yeah. Okay. What was what the racehorse was called? Tim Tam. Yeah. Yeah, right. Let me give you some facts about um, 64. We've talked about him in a previous episode. Roald Dahl uh, came out with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. 64? Okay. 64. Another person we've talked about, a martini shaken, not stirred. That was one of the big quotes from 64 with Sean Connery as James Bond in Goldfinger. Goldfinger. But we've talked about him, of course. And then oh, what's his name died that year, the, uh, the writer of all the Bond oh, stuff. Ian Fleming. Ian Fleming died that year. Oh, did he yeah. die in 64? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Other big films of the year, Mary Poppins. Yes. 
Hot Days Night. We said that already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gareth, another thing I was going to talk about. You've probably seen this on YouTube. David Bowie's first appearance was in 1964. He was interviewed on the BBC's Tonight as the co-founder of the Society of the Prevention of Cruelty to Long-Haired Men. That's right. You I have seen, seen that? footage of that. Yeah. And that would have been around the time he was recording with Shel Talmy as his producer. Just before that, yeah. Another mm. one of our guests. It, it didn't really look like... If it, I'm surprised it was 64 because he, yeah. he had a long hair, but he had longer hair than the... Yeah, like a full mod bouffant yeah. kind yeah. of crazy style. So it was the time of the mods and the rockers. That's oh, where, yeah. That's when all the- um, Yeah, 64. The mods Battle, were- Battle of Brighton and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. And um, back then, would you have been a mod or a rocker? I mean, a mocker. <laughs> <laughs> that's final tap, isn't it? Yeah, that is final um, tap. Uh, I'd like to think I'd be a mod. Mm. I think the mods have kind of got a bit more about They them. were cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Rockers a bit old hat, I reckon. Mods, yeah. mods were the way forward. Yeah. And uh, the music was probably a bit better. Because the Kinks were out for the first time in the... Yes. Love the Kinks. And maybe I'll save it for a... Oh, maybe I'll play it yeah. now. Maybe I'll play it now. You, yeah. You know this tune. I'm the hippiest number in town and i tell you why. i tell you why. I'm the snappiest dresser right down to my inch white tie. Gareth, that's funny talking about mods and rockers. Funnily enough, I knew who that was. That's the high numbers. Yeah. And it's who was the who before they were the who. Yeah, what were they called before they were the high numbers? Oh, I don't know that one. They were called the who. Oh, they go back, did <laughs> yeah. they? So they got a new manager yeah. who came in and said they should go for the sort of moddy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change yeah. the names to the high numbers. Did this this song called Zoot Suit. Yeah. Talking about being, you know, the face and my jacket's got you know, three-inch yeah. lapels and all that business. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, that wasn't a hit. They got rid of the manager. Got rid of the, They got their famous manager, Kit, Kit Lambert. Kit Lambert and, yeah. um, and then they got rid of that manager and went back to the Who again. You know, the reason I know that song, the Quadrophenia, the movie soundtrack. Yeah, that would make sense. That's why I knew it okay, instantly yeah. is the yeah. high numbers. Yeah. Jumping on their scooters and going down to... Yeah, I always find that funny that it's such an English thing that they'd all go down there for an organised fight. <laughs> What's wrong with that country? Seriously. <laughs> and there's the famous- um, Did you do it? Did you no. Do it? <laughs> I'd go, go down there for the loving, you know. Right, there's the famous um, footage of uh, the rockers getting the deck chairs smashed over them yeah. on the beach. All yeah. these different uh, seaside towns. It's sort of like today, you know, there'd be- Imagine like 5,017 to, you know, 20-year-olds turning up to fight down there. Crazy. Yeah. So, Mods and the Rockers. Yeah. Shall I give us another tune? Or Go on, we- then. All right. So, Gareth, I'm, I'm going to play a song. When I was researching songs for 64, 
I found this song and it's incredibly like the Beach Boys. And then I found out the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson actually wrote it. Yeah. But I recognised it from a Yola Tango album from the 90s. This is a, a band who never made it as big as the Beach Boys, but covered the Beach Boys doing it. Yeah, number three. It's all right. Song three. It's all right. I'm gonna wake you up early because I'm gonna take a ride with you. We're going down to the Honda shop, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. Put on a ragged sweatshirt, I'll take you anywhere you want me to. a band called the Hondells, who I'm mm. not sure too much happened to them. Do you think we should listen to the Beach Boys version? 30 seconds up. Well, I've just been reading about it. Yeah. It was a cover of a Beach Boys album track from 64. Yeah. And because of the popularity of Honda motorbikes. Oh, yeah. This was kind of put together as a little manufacturer band. Yeah, right. That. Okay. And it's got the wrecking crew and stuff like that. Oh, no playing way. With them. So who's playing guitar really? on that? Um, Joe Satriani. No. <laughs> Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell. <laughs> Glenn yeah, Campbell's playing hell. guitar on it. So yeah. obviously like a sort of surf copy type band. But you- So let's have a listen to the Beach Boy. Is it just identical? Go! I'm going to wake you up early because I'm going to take a ride with you. We're going down to the Honda shop. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Put on a ragged sweatshirt on. Now that sounds like the Beach Boys. I actually I prefer, prefer the Hondells the Hon- the version. Yeah, it's so way I. better. There's yeah. something about the Beach Boys version. It's, I don't know. It's too lame. Hey, it's too lame. But you want to hear a cracking version? Let's have a listen to the Yola Tango version. Uh. Take a ride with you. We're going down 
Jesus Mary Chain or something. Yeah, it's cool. good, isn't it? Yeah, and like there's it. some sonic, you know, wig out guitars in that. Very cool. Yeah. So that's American stuff. So obviously yep. the British invasion was happening. Yeah, of course. There was so much British stuff that was uh, yep. going over to the US. Um, the native US stuff was kind of, a lot of it was coming out of the Brill Building. Mm-hmm. And then I've just seen a good doco on the Brill Building. I don't know if you saw it. It's on Netflix at the moment. Yeah, so there was the songwriters in Manhattan. Um, Carol King was one of them. Yeah. Neil uh, Diamond? Neil well. Diamond and Neil Sedaka. And Neil Sedaka. And all these pairs, you know, Goffin and King. Yeah. And all the, the, a lot of the Phil Spector stuff was yep. coming out there, yep. the Shirelles and all that stuff. So that was a bit of a moment. And um, uh, Shangri-Las and that stuff. Yeah. you going to play any girl groups? Bit late. The girl groups were a couple of years earlier, weren't they? They were, but they were still hanging around. So the yeah. the, the the biggest hits from the girl groups were happening in '64. Okay, stuff like uh, Martha and the Vandellas, Dancing in the Street, '64. Oh, yeah, was okay. yeah, uh, it? Okay, Motown going strong. In yeah, 64. Oh, definitely. And the you know Baby Love and stuff like yeah, that. Supremes all, yeah, Supremes. Yeah, so yeah. they were getting they getting were, it. They happening. were supreme. So that was going all going on in the US. Obviously, Vietnam was going strong. JFK had just been shot. So there's all the was aftermath. He, was he shot in 63? Yeah. So, he, yeah, he saw, so the, the aftermath yeah. of, of that. Yeah. All the inquest into his yeah, and the, murder. Yeah, and the civil rights movement was gaining traction. So with Vietnam in mind, I'm going to play you this tune. Okay. said a little bit of that that's not the song you're gonna play that's not my tune tell i just thought whilst we're no. talking about vietnam yeah. so that's i think her name's pronounced what well, i don't know how it's pronounced yeah. but it's something like pyong tam and that's coming out of vietnam in 1964 yeah yeah so the, that's off a compilation album of um it's called saigon surf twist and soul a compilation yeah, wow. of vietnamese kind of Ooh, okay. Stuff like that. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? I guess there were a lot of Americans over there at point in time. So, so. That, that sounds a little bit like what um, the house, a band from Gilligan's Island or something like yeah, that. Yeah, obviously it's lifting 60s. that, copying that yeah. American stuff, but giving it a particular kind of, Yeah, I mean, there's sort of that Cambodian psychedelic stuff that's going on in the 60s as well. Is that going uh, on as early as 64, yeah. was it? Yeah. Wow. That's okay. surprising, isn't it? Yeah. So I won't play that as my main tune, though, but um, I will probably play you. Um, you'll definitely recognise who it is. Mm. It's a bit of a controversial record for him, though. Be number four. Song four. I am stunned and I am broken And my head is in my hand For she who said she loved me Will not wed an Indian man my gods who were wild ridden stand quiet by my side For although I love her, 
she would not be my bride Oh, goodbye, softly, sweet one, it was splendid while it ran Goodbye, my bitter white girl, I'll forget you if I can She came up to the Pueblo with her bright blonde hair They told me not to love her, but I did not care She took me to her parties, she carried me around And I was a proud one, the tallest man in town For I found great wonder, all wrapped in brilliant dreams I held her strong with gentle, as kings have held their queens I learned to drink strong whiskey, as she took me here and there Until life without my whiskey, I could not bear Oh, goodbye softly, sweet one, it was splendid while it ran Goodbye, my bitter white girl, I'll forget you if I can Well, when she came to leave me, she took me by the arm And she said she loved me and would not do me harm But she would not marry, not an Indian, she said She thanked me for my offer and I wished that I was dead Now I'm back among my people and they are kind to me Although I'm sad with staggers when I drink the tough whiskey For I've been a white girl's pet, a captive Indian Shown off and discarded, just a drunk who might have been Oh, goodbye softly, sweet one, it was splendid while it ran Goodbye, my bitter white girl, I'll forget you if I can Goodbye, my softly sweet one, it was splendid while it ran. Goodbye, my bitter white girl, I'll forget you if I can. So obviously that was Johnny Cash, mm. and I take it he is singing from the point of view of a Native American Indian. Yeah, he did a whole concept album yeah. about Native American Indians. Cause yeah, he, right. He, he claims from their point of mm, view. He claims heritage of okay. Indian, Native American Indians. Yeah. So the album is called Bitter Tears. And yeah. And he copped flack for this, did he? He did. It had okay. a massive media backlash. Interesting for him to do something like that. I mean, it's... Yeah. It, it essentially sounds like the stuff he was doing 10 years prior to that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But obviously deciding to take it in that direction at that point in time. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty cool. Him to do that sort of protest. It was the beginning of that sort of protest stuff happening in different uh, yeah. ways as well. So that folky stuff well, coming yeah, through with like Dylan yeah, and, and Joan Baez. The 64 is very different to even three, four years later. Yeah. Isn't that? So he's maybe laying down the template, a little bit of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you want some new words from the dictionary? Yeah, go on. The word streaking and yeah. the word skinny dipping <laughs> in there for the first time. Well, you're known to do both of them. Yeah. <laughs> but prior to 64, there wouldn't be no word you, for you, it. You would have streaked the rugby in Wales many times, wouldn't you? <laughs> I've been covered up by a policeman's helmet many times. <laughs> but skinny why dipping. Is it called, ever, why is it called skinny dipping? That know. doesn't make any sense, no, it does, does it? it? But we know what it means. Have you yeah. ever done it? No. <laughs> have you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm outraged by people who <laughs> go swimming naked. It's disgusting. I'm, Why would you do it? I'm two minutes from the Yarra. Hey, actually, there's a creek down at your house. Have you done it? Have you? Yeah. <laughs> when your um, when your shower was out, you went down there with a bar of soap get, get and a rope down there. And then. You went down there with a bar of soap and a six pack of beer and <laughs> just bathed yourself in the in the creek down there. Did you? So that's the new words, the dictionary for sixty four. Yeah. Other exciting things, Brett Eklund married Peter Sellers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They'd only known each other for, like, he basically saw a photo of her and went, this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Well, yeah, but yeah. He, he also, he was into this sort of spiritualist kind of mm-hmm. um, stuff. And he went to like a, like, I don't know if it was a palm reading or some yeah. kind of thing like that. And the person told him that he was going to marry someone with the, <laughs> with the initials B.E., that's for for real. Yeah, okay. And then he he became obsessed with Brett Eklund after this. Oh, but you can understand why. <laughs> <Can't> you, <laughs> he was he was riding yeah. high that particular point. Yes, you know, he was doing a super, shot in the dark and stuff like that. Super and, and do it, you know, off the and back she was of unbelievably good looking. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that in in uh, sixty four. Yeah. yeah, so that and came then true. surprisingly they got divorced because they didn't have that much in in common. So dreams do come true. And she's still around now. She's still going, yeah. Yeah. And Richard Burton and um, oh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Taylor got married yeah. for the, married for the first time in '64 okay. as well. So yeah, all that romance was going down, and then the Moors murders were happening. Mm. We love <laughs> a murder. You had to bring us back and to the, a serial uh, killers and the Boston Strangler. Were they, were they, were they, were they the Moors? Were they the ones who killed the children? Mm. Oh God! All right. Well, let's. So not. they weren't caught then, but they. they that's. That 64 yeah. is when the kids started oh, disappearing. And so it's a couple who were killing Indian. children. Yeah, Mara Hendley and uh, <sighs> talking of our souls, we should be locked up. Boris Johnson was born in 1964. Oh, he's that old, is he? And so is Nigel Farage. Yeah, right. So, what okay. a year. Yeah. If only the Moors murderers had managed to. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't kill babies. Give us, so. give us some other famous births in 64. Oh, I did have some. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Google some. Nicholas Cage, I think. He was 64. Really? Okay, Gareth, Courtney Cox was born oh, in 64. Yeah. And Courtney Love. She was born in 64. Yeah, both were. The she Courtney's, that old? Yeah, must um, Courtney must be the popular baby name. Yeah, here's another one. If I asked you, I'm going to name a band. I'm not sure if you've heard of them. They're called 30 Odd Foot of Grunt. Oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, What's that? his name's band? Um, Bell and Ted. No. Yeah. No, you're thinking it's um, uh, Keanu Reeves. It's not Keanu. No, it's not. I'm oh, sorry. No, it's not. But he was also, they were born in the same year as well. Keanu what, Reeves. You're just saying everyone was no, born no. in 64. Yeah, Keanu Reeves and, um, yeah, Russell Crowe. That's Russell Crowe's Russell Crowe. Hey, hey, for a laugh, shall we have a listen? <laughs> Garrett, 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 just no, go, no, no, no. Just look up what um, the most popular 30-odd foot of grunt song is on Spotify. We'll listen to 10 seconds of it. Just to pay our respects to Russ, <laughs> born in 64. Sailors coming home again From over the ocean It's been a whistle All right. Okay, there you go, Russ. It's off an album called Bastard Life or Clarity. God, right. 64 was the year of um, actors. Sandra Bullock was born. Matt right. Dillon was born. Rob Lowe was born. Keanu Reeves. Michelle Obama was born. Terry Hatcher. This is the year that just keeps on giving. Hey, what about this one, Gareth, though? Um, do you know who um, Mariska Hargitay is? Nah. You ever watch Law and Order? Yeah, not really. If I showed you a picture of her, do you know who that is? Yeah. Do you know who her mother was? Her mother was Jane Mansfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 
her father was a bodybuilder called Mickey Argate. Oh, really? But her mum was Jane Mansfield. Yeah, right. Went for and the she's bodybuilder. Yeah, she's famous now. Now we better get on. I've okay. got I've got a lot of also rants. Play some also rants. Okay, now. On the theme of uh, covers, I thought of maybe playing this one. We've talked about this person on the show a lot of times, um, and this song became a smash hit like 15 years later, but this song came out in Jones tainted love, which of course came a big hit for Soft Cell in what eighty or something was it? Eighty one, yeah, because it was yeah. a, a Northern Soul yes. hit. That's it. so it really picked up on the Northern Soul yeah. scene. Yeah, we're getting in that direction for my last song, oh, yeah. but we're not going to quite go there yet. What about this one, Gareth? In the theme of covers, one step beyond. <laughs> Prince Buster. Amazing. And Madness covered that. That was the name of the first Madness album in mm. 15 years later. You know how you played that um, High Numbers song? Mm. And I was saying it was on the Quadrophenia um, soundtrack. Here's yeah. another song that was on it, and it was covered by a lot of people. Which version shall I play you? Shall I play you? Well, I guess I better play you the one from 1964. <laughs> but so many people have done it. But Go do on. you know this song? That's not the original, is it? Or yeah, that, I think that's the original. Was it? That was by Tommy Tucker. Okay, because I could be wrong there. It yeah. sounds that that point in time. Yeah, all those UK bands were yeah. kind of listening to that. 
American R and B stuff and doing covers. Yeah, so that's and the Ameri- that's the American version. Yeah, yeah. So and, and the Who and all those guys. All yeah, the high so there was it. like a few London clubs, like the Crawdaddy Club, at the Marquee Club. Yeah, where they would have been doing that. Where they would have um, the Who and the Zombies. I mean, the first albums for a lot of those bands they had were the full covers, of covers on, yeah. of R and B covers. So. Yeah, totally. Mm. And that's why the Zombies had that Little Anthony cover mm. on there because. 64, these bands hadn't written their songs yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've got one more also around. This is a bit of a different one. Anyone who ever loved look at me and know that I love you. Anyone who ever dreamed could look at me and know I dream of you. That was Dion Warwick. That was Dion Warwick. That was Dion Warwick. Yeah, during the um, Hal David Bird Backrack song. <laughs> I think we've drunk too many of these I thought beers. that was a silver version. No, that was Dion Warwick. No, oh, sorry, and that was covered by Dusty Springfield. Yeah. I thought that was Pris- Priscilla White. Silla. No, okay. <laughs> no. All right. She, anyone it? Didn't she do a she did a version of that, didn't she? Yeah, do we want to hear it? Nah. For 10 seconds, just because right. I want to. Knowing I love. Oh, <laughs> so that hurt the ears. That yeah, one, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, it's amazing how she got where she she did. She obviously had personality. She knew the Beatles at the Cavern Club. Well, yeah, she didn't stop fucking going on about that. Yeah. And um, she was managed by Brian Epstein. Oh, yeah, there you go. She was a you know a cheeky. Did you ever watch Scouse Blind Date? Yeah, we've talked about that, haven't we? Blind Date and surprise, surprise. Yeah. Like, how lucky was she to be? You know, I suppose she had. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, Garrett, time for my final tune. This is another one that was covered. I can't wait till we do 91 because I'm going to play the version that came out in 91 and oh, it was boy. a massive smash hit okay. on a big movie. Shall I play you the original? Yeah. Does he yeah, number five. Song five. Charm in his one embrace. Oh no, that's just his arm if you want to know. Shoot, shoot, shoot. If he 
You know the song, obviously. Yeah, because of obviously the share version. Yeah, what was the oh, what was the movie again? I can't believe. Oh, I, don't I, know. Know. I don't know. I didn't like that version of it. Hers, but just because it was. You didn't so, like the share version? No, not really. No, it was an awesome version. She okay. was um, demonstrating her powerhouse singing. Yeah, it was a bit too much for me. And, <laughs> and I was watching it on um, just. Um, you know, doing the research. Um, the, uh, is it Moonstruck or something? Uh, I'm trying to think. I can't remember. It's one of the uh, I'm going to Google it. But, um, you know, he's in the film clip. Winona Ryder. Oh, yeah, that's and, right. And uh, Christina Ritchie. And Christina Ritchie's like about seven. Yeah, that's right. And Winona Ryder's about 17. And they're like, they're dancing around the house yeah. and um, being the backup singers to share. Yeah, it's quite right. bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let me tell you who that was by. That was by Betty Everett. What's called the Shoop Shoop song? A it's big hit, yeah. Eddie's Kiss. Well, I'm not, mm. I don't know if it's a big song, a big hit in '64. What movie was that from? Mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, the movie was Mermaids. Mermaids. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How did we okay. not that big? Right. Okay. The share fanatics we are. Yeah. Very that one, good. That, that one's for you, share. Very share good. underscore Macedon. Lovely. Yeah. All right, before I play my also rounds, I've got another little yep. collection of songs I want to okay. play together just as a yep. little group of things because of of the era and what yeah. was going on then. Um, there were a lot of these types of songs about. Uh, have a listen to some of these ones. My boyfriend got a beetle haircut. So with the Beatle hair, another one. And they're all from 64. Yeah. And, like, we knew the Beatles hit hard, but to oh, actually, yeah. like, for them to be putting out songs like that, you yeah. sure they're all from 64? Beatlemania was going on. Yeah. And uh, this, just this other one as well by Bonnie Jane. Yeah, they're, they're all shit songs, by the yeah, way. They yeah, they are, but they were, it was a novelty of the time, yeah. and that's, that's what everyone was into. And this yeah. one's by Bonnie Joe Mason. <laughs> By Bonnie Joe Mason. Yeah, not Bonnie Tyler. No, yeah. better known as. Oh, what's the name again? Bonnie Joe Mason. It's produced by Phil Spector. Have a listen yeah. to a little bit more of it. Yeah. Please let me hold your hand. I want to run my fingers through your hair. I want to let you know how much, how much I care. 
So that was her first solo release when under that That's name. That's a her. Her. I thought that was the guy singing. No, <laughs> well, yeah. we can go, I love you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't so, know. Yeah. Uh, that was her first hit. In fact, lots of people thought it was a him. Yeah. Um, Who's that? It was produced by Phil Spector. Yeah. And she later changed the name to Cher. Oh, God. <laughs> that was Cher. That's Cher. Oh, you're going to have to play more. That's Garrett. Cher. Now that you pointed out, there's the powerhouse singing that would later turn up on um, <laughs> the Shoop Shoop song. Isn't that funny? It's funny how we can't do an episode without mentioning Cher. <laughs> and the Beatles. So that's and combining well, the, the Beatles. two. Beatles, obviously. Ringo I Love You by yeah, right. Bonnie Jo Mason. That's what she went by. Bonnie Jo Mason. That's a good Armenian name. <laughs> it wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. a hit. And, but it was written by and produced by Phil Spector because she sang on a lot of that Spector stuff, didn't she? Yeah, wow. Actually, I'll play you this one as a, an also round. This is interesting. See if you know this is. Well, the original was by Ben E. King, and that's, that's right. That's from about sixty-two. Yeah, so this so was sixty-four. Two years yeah. later, so this guy changed his name yeah. after this record as well. Give me a clue. At this, well, he changed his name. That was yeah. a big clue. He's probably the most famous person to have changed his name. It's that was Elton John, who mm. was Reg Dwight. Right. <laughs> Paul Gad, who was Gary Glitter. No, you're thinking too. <laughs> no, he's black, Gary. Think outside the box, and he's American. Uh-huh. Um, who was the greatest person to change their name? Well, it wasn't Little Richard. No, the greatest. Because he was, oh, I am the greatest. Muhammad Ali. It's Muhammad what? Ali. That was Muhammad Ali. No, that was Cassius Clay. That See? was Cassius Clay. What the hell? <laughs> That's the year he went, turn pro, he put a record out. He, <laughs> can, he can sing. <laughs> Sorts of. Oh, that was pretty was good. good. Yeah, it's good. Oh, can we hear a bit, we hear a bit more of it? It gets Give a bit ropey when it gets the chorus. Yeah. yeah. And all in. That's a good. That's, what a picker! <laughs> that's um um bloody Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay. We've also talked about him before. Yeah, throwing his gold medal in the um in the river. That's yeah. a bloody good one. Yeah, so that's yeah. the E Turn Pro. Yeah, so that's one of my all surrounds. Let me play you a bit of this. Se você disser que eu desafino amor. Saiba que isto em mim provoca imensa dor Só privilegiados têm ouvido igual ao seu 
Eu possuo apenas o que Deus me deu Se você insiste em classificar Well, Gareth, I'm pretty sure that was Pele doing the soundtrack to an impotence ad, isn't it? <laughs> we, did that, we did that one in the soccer episode. <laughs> is it? What is it? It's when that bossa nova stuff yeah. became huge. It's like the same, Reaper, and it's all that the same record as that. So yeah. it's uh, Stan Getz and Harold Gilberto, whatever his name is. But oh, it's yeah. off that era. So that was filling all the coffee tables on that yeah. particular point in time yeah. when that bossa nova was getting big. Uh, yeah, I'll play a little bit. Pe- of this Pele one. could probably still get it up in '64. <laughs> he didn't have that problem. I reckon he was going all night in '64. <laughs> uh, this one. Okay, I want everybody to settle down now. We got some new we're going to show you, man. So I'll knock you dead when we come outside your head. You get ready? You said here we go. Yeah. All right, come on. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Everybody get down on your face, man. Get ready, yeah. What's that? That's the Primitives. Oh, yeah. Who are they again? A song called Do the Ostrich or The Ostrich. Yeah. And they were soon to become, very soon to become. The Stooges. Velvet Underground. Oh, Velvet Underground. That's okay. what we read. So a sort of novelty song, he did The Ostrich, Do the Ostrich. Mm. Like it's, uh, like, you know, did a twist or whatever. Yes, which as we've talked in our early, like late 50s, early 60s episodes, those kind of dudes were doing things like that. Yeah, well, he was an in-house writer for Pickwick Records, I think it was. okay. And writing all these silly songs, and he just, that was one of the sort of precursor, just before he sort of set up. I think John Kerr was involved with that somehow. Yeah, uh, okay. All right, but I'll finish with my actual tune. Yeah, time for your final tune to wrap up 1964. Well, there's still quite a lot on my list here, so maybe we can... We can always revisit We can maybe revisit another time, but... yeah. Uh, I might finish with uh, an actual superstar. Yeah. It's the end of the show, so let's have this one. Your baby doesn't love you anymore. Beer number six. Song six. Golden days before the end. Whisper secrets to the wind Your baby won't be near you anymore Tender nights before they fly Send falling stars that seem to
Jesus, Garrett, that was the big O. Is that the first time we've played? I've played Traveling Wilburys. Is that the first time we've played a Roy Orbison song? That is the first time we've played. Oh, but we've talked about him, sure. We have, yeah, you know. He's it, like, you know, incredible singer, incredible songwriter, not the best looking dude in town, which goes to show in 64, if you looked like he did and you were still, <laughs> he was that talented. His life was marred by tragedy. I think he lost oh, a lot of that. Yeah, he lost some kids. He lost his wife. I think he lost one of them to a fire, or some of them to a fire, and and he died surprisingly young, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. How old was he? You sent me a text once going, Roy Orbison was younger than me when he died. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that 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 was early fifties, I think he yeah. was, and that's really surprising because I back then I thought he was like. Yeah. 80 or something. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, so I know. Maybe if I dyed my hair, um, yeah. I, I'd look older than <laughs> well, I'd look like you, I'm trying to. If only you, you could write some songs like Ron oh, Orbison. Right, okay. <laughs> well, I wasn't actually in prison. Yeah. I was putting my new record out, which yeah, is yeah, available okay. on Bandcamp. Um, yeah, yeah. Hot Coppers. Uh, so there you go. That's finishing. 1964, which was a pleasure to do. Yeah, and we're back, and it's good to do one in the old school format without a guest. You know, I almost prefer it in a way. Well, you know, it's always lovely to chat with some guests, which we've got coming up soon, but we will um, maybe do a few more of these Mm. whilst we're sort of getting that stuff together. Leave us a message telling us what years you want us to do. We've got a few gaps to fill, I reckon. Yeah. So 64 we hadn't done before, so there's a few of those sort of similar kind of holes that we'll do. Uh, which are some cracking years that just haven't been done yet. So I'm looking forward to doing those. Let's do it. So how about for a special treat, we yeah. actually dropped two episodes this week, though, eh? Listeners, if you keep listening, there's another episode straight after this one. It's a bit different to the ones we've done before. If, unless you've listened to the episode we did, uh, it was a- Lockdown special. The lockdown special, the first in, lockdown special. In that vein. Tune in for the next one. See you in the next episode. Bye. See you. One six pack to go.